Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP ink and toner cartridges. Precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Industries for the Blind presents Blind Living Radio, where you'll hear interesting topics, fun stories, and important news about our blind and visually impaired community. It's time now for Blind Living Radio. Hey, hey, everybody. You are listening to Blind Living Radio. My name is Danielle Crapo in the studio with Harley Thomas. What up, Harley? Hello, Danielle. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I don't know. I'm feeling a little duffy. A little duffy? Yeah. Why? You know, that's a golf term. Is it? Duffer. That's why I don't know what you're talking about because I'm not a good golfer. It's when you hit the ground and everything. Oh, I've done that. Do you know what makes me happier, though? What? When things print, when I need to print them. <laughs> like my scorecard. Well, you know, if you're using your you know, HP printer and HP toner, I know you it's have a no shameless trouble. plug for HP, but shameless. I do make photocopies of some of my best rounds of golf, the golf cards. Nice. Well, and then I hang them up, and then I remember, and then I go, I remember when. So do you, um, speaking of golf, have you ever heard of the American Blind Golfers? I have. You have? I have. So then you're going to be familiar with our guest today, Mark Arnold, from that association. I will not play against him. He He won't? He will beat me. He will cream you. He will win. Yeah, I, no, I can't compete. I'm a terrible golfer. I did mini golf once, and I had a sighted like spotter or like he would he pointed me towards where the ball was and i accidentally threw the the putter is that what they're called oh yes a putter so oh that's bad yeah it, i was not allowed back did you hurt anybody i think i did <laughs> that's not good that's like a dangerous weapon in your hand it is <laughs> see a dangerous weapon in my hands would be like a spatula and a cooking griddle. Oh, see, and I'm all over that. Yeah, see, so yeah, so you golf and I'll make sandwiches. That's why we're like yin and yang. <laughs> yeah. So we are going to be talking with Mark Arnold. Do you think we should uh, get Let's him on? Let's dial the horn? him up. Get him on the horn. All right, you then. bet. Hello, this is Mark. Hey, Mark. It's Danielle and Harley with Blind Living Radio. Well, nice to speak with you. Hello, Mark. Hello, nice to speak with you as well. Great to speak with you. I, I love talking to other people that know things about golf. Danielle's not a big golfer. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been doing it a long time. Lots of golf, lots of rounds. Absolutely. I will, uh, I'll be 59 this August and probably learned how to play. My dad first taught me how to play probably when I was about 11, 12, and back in those days, you always caddied before you started to play. So I caddied for my dad in an old VFW league for years. So wow. uh, it's definitely part of my life. And you've had to carry the bag a yeah, lot. A- a- absolutely. Kids don't learn that way anymore, but it was a great way to learn the game. I almost can't carry my golf bag because I think in a typical round of golf, I need to carry like four dozen golf balls. <laughs> it's slightly over what's regulation, but it does make the bag awfully heavy. Yeah, and the I'm only not good thing about golf that i know is that sometimes my cane because i'm i'm blind myself and so my cane has a grip that goes on a golf club that's about the closest to golf i've ever come well very nice some of the some of our players actually have golf grips on their cane so that's that's kind of funny to hear that other people have that as well yep i even had a wheel when i was in college there weren't many sidewalks and i had a wheel on it nice so so mark how did because you're you're a blind person correct 
I I have a very severe limitation, and 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 after I talk about myself for a second, maybe I can explain a little bit sure. about blind golf and the different divisions that that Absolutely. we play in. I have Stargard's disorder, which is just a juvenile form of macular degeneration. So when I was about oh probably eleven or so, my vision started to deteriorate. And ended up being 2200 and then 2400. And then when I got into my 40s, it took another dip. And I, I am very, very close to one of the terms would be count fingers. So I, I'm still fortunate enough to have some reasonable mobility. When I travel, I always have a cane with me. I live in a small town. I can still kind of maneuver and walk downtown. Um, without a cane, and just depending upon which way the wind's blowing, I may I may use it in my hometown. I may not, but I certainly don't venture out in any kind of a strange area with um, without my cane. Well, that sets the stage to talk a little bit about ABG and how how the organization came to be. Well, blind golf in general, I'll give you a little bit of a historical lesson, has probably been around since. I believe the 30s, believe it or not, and uh, went went through quite a, a growth spurt, if you will, in the 40s when many of the blinded soldiers were returning from World War II, and it kind of was born out of, you know, um, sort of a therapeutic and, and occupational therapy, physical therapy kind of, a, kind of a means, and started to take off a little bit at that time. Blind golf is probably played now, and I would, I would venture a guess, probably 20 countries or more. And individuals, when they, when they compete in the, in the sport of blind golf, there are three site categories. And it's very much similar to the site categories in all kinds of, of blind sports. So the, the B1 category, individuals are totally blind, and, and they can have some light perception. The B2 category, of which uh, I compete in, uh, someone's vision must be less than 2,600 down to light perception. And, and these, you know, these readings, if you will, must be uncorrectable. So it's with best correction. So if someone would happen to be able to wear some sort of glasses or something and they would test 20 over 500, they couldn't compete. And then the third category is, is B2 or B3, I'm sorry. And individuals, their vision must be less than 20 over 200 down to that 2600. So it's kind um, of similar it, it, to blind bowling, where with blind bowling, there's divisions, and that's the division you, you play in. Yep, absolutely. So we just we just completed our national match play championships here in Ohio, where I live, a couple weeks back. And so, you know, I competed only against the individuals in the B2 category. Mark, what is the purpose of the organization as a whole? What is, what's the driving force behind it? And... About how many members do you have nationwide, and is it a national national organization? I will first of all give you the simple answer to to the second part of your question is I I would say we have probably over a hundred members, and we are open. American Blind Golf is open to blind golfers worldwide. The majority of our members are from the states and sure. from Canada, and okay. we do have we do have a couple members from Scotland. 
um, that have been here. In fact, Jim Gales from Scotland will come and compete at our National Stroke Play Championship in San Antonio this October. The first part of the question, which is where I could probably talk forever about, the, the short answer would be it is an extreme passion of mine and my fellow co-director, Bruce Hooper from San Antonio. You know, if you've taken a look at our websites and, and you see that our, our motto is motivate, inspire, and serve, and I have a wristband on, never comes off. Most of our members, I think, keep their, keep their wristbands all the time. So when we, we revamped the organization back in 2009, changed the name to American Blind Golf, and when we came up with our motto, one of the things, I don't want to speak for Bruce, but one of the things that we both very much had as, as a core belief was that we wanted to give back. One thing we did not want to do was go around, raise money uh, from from people, from organizations, and basically say, hey, donate to organi- our organization so my blind buddies and, and vision-impaired buddies so we can play golf. That right, that, that's we, sort of we, like saying I'm needy. Yeah, it's I'm not ab- about being ab- needy. You, that's, that's the perfect description. And... As, and, and again, I don't want to get on a soapbox, and, and, uh, but I, I would imagine that most blind and vision-impaired individuals obviously want to be independent. They yes. don't want to be needy. They do not want to ask for help to play golf. So my fellow co-director, Bruce Hooper, worked in the golf industry for years, was a national salesman for Top Flight. Um, And Bruce said, we're going to turn this business model around. And he said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to use our talents. We're going to use our tournaments as a means to raise money for other charities. And that's what we have done. Hey, Mark, Mm -hmm. on that note, we're actually going to need to take a really quick break. But we are going to be right back. You are listening to Blind Living Radio with Mark Arnold from the ABG. I'm Danielle, and this is Harley, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Blind Living Radio will be right back after these messages. Are you blind or visually impaired? Are you seeking a job? Well, Industries for the Blind is dedicated to hiring people just like you. Just go to IBMILW.com slash careers and find out how you can become part of our wonderful team of blind and visually impaired professionals. That's IBMILW.com slash careers. Welcome back to Blind Living Radio, supported by Industries for the Blind in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Learn more at IBMILW.com. My name is Danielle Crapo in the studio with Harley Thomas, and you are listening to Blind Living Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Harley. Hello, Danielle. You know what? We're talking golf. We are talking golf. Before the break. One of your favorite things. I I do like golf. I'm terrible at it, but I do enjoy it. We actually are talking with Mark Arnold from the American Blind Golfers. Hello, Mark. Welcome back. Well, thank you. And, Mark, we were having a great conversation before the break. And I think one thing I'd be curious to know is how do you adapt the sport for blind people to golf? What kind of adaptations are made, if any? 
Well, that's a, that's a great question, and and the first the first part of my answer would be to to all the listeners is that um, there are no uh, this is not a tricked up game. Um, we play exactly by the rules of the United States Golf Association. There's no uh, there's no gimmies. There's no kick it out from behind trees. There's no uh, Let's do it over. We play golf exactly by the rules that, that the professionals do. But paramount to us playing the game is that we play with a coach. And um, if, if, um, you know, if someone has described our logo to you, if you know, our logo shows, shows a coach kind of kneeling down kind of behind the golfer, positioning the club behind the ball. And we cannot play as blind or vision-impaired golfers without a coach. Um, sometimes it's known as the ultimate team sport. A, a, very, a very famous blind golfer, Phil Blackwell from South Carolina, always says, without a coach, I'm just a ball and a stick. And so we cannot play. The, the coaches give us the information we need to prepare for a shot. They help with alignment. They help position the club behind the ball. And uh, once, you know, once we're all set, they step back and say, go. And the swing is now in, in our hands. What I would also add to that is there are no beepers. There's no jingling keys behind the holes. Our means to play the game is through the information and the alignment of our coaches. Holy cow, that's, that's amazing. Carly, you should see about starting maybe a division in Wisconsin and being a coach. You'd probably be good. There might be one here already. Yeah, is there one, Mark? Well, whether there is a, is a specific you know, organization, division of, of, of blind golfers in Wisconsin, I, I don't know about that. But there are individuals, obviously, that play play blind golf that live in Wisconsin. If listeners would like to get more information or learn more about the ABG, how would they do that? I would certainly encourage them to go out to the ABG website, which is pretty easy to remember. It's AmericanBlindGolf.com. Well, thank you so much, Mark, for being on the show. It's been a lot of great information. So with that... Harley, let's go ahead and wish our listeners goodbye for now. You know what, Mark Mark Arnold from ABG, thank you for joining us today, spending a few minutes with us. I'm Harley Thomas with Blind Living Radio. And I'm Danielle Crapo. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to and supporting Blind Living Radio. You can support Industries for the Blind by ordering any of our products from blind-made.com. That's blind-made.com. Blind Living Radio is brought to you by HP Ink and Toner Cartridges, precision engineered to work together with your HP printer. Hi, this is Mark Arnold from American Blind Golf, and you are listening to Blind Living Radio.